0: World of Pokémakers
1: I'm Professor Fierce. And
0: I'm Professor Fierce.
1: But if that's too confusing, you can call us Alex and JD.
0: For some people, Pokemon are pets.
1: Others use them for battles.
0: But we're here to create all new Pokemon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time we were joined by Gwen from Green Mountain Mysteries to make herself as a gym leader NPC, her gym and her signature Pokemon, and we ended up with a really cool, unique feeling dark type gym and a neat opossum Pokemon that's also our early game Pokemon. And today, I hope you're not sick of Green Mountain Mysteries people yet because we have another guest. I'm sick of Green Mountain Mysteries people. Could
2: you find another guest please? <laughs>
1: No, you're here and we want you here! Yes,
0: we're very excited to have you here. Please introduce yourself.
2: Hi, I'm Tom from Green Matin Mysteries. You might hear me as the southern-accented gunslinging monster hunter Albion. And I am excited to be here because I love Pokémon.
0: Right! Tom, we have two questions for you before we get started. Alright, hit me. First
1: of all, what is your favorite Pokémon?
0: Seeing on Discord, I have an idea!
2: Well, <laughs> I, I do have a favorite Pokémon and he might be my Discord. Icon. I, I love I love Perserker from uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield to the point where the little goblin cat boy is my icon everywhere. But actually, he's not my top favorite. Oh. My top favorite and has been since a child is Cyther because when oh. I was a little boy, okay. that bug had swords for hands, and that was <laughs> it's valid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now Cyther's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cyther. <laughs> Scyther always gave me the
2: creeps. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh jeez.
2: <laughs> that is. That is gonna
0: clip but I'm sorry. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) I'm impressed it made it through Discord, actually.
1: Yeah, Discord usually censors things that clip. Scyther always gave me the creeps and it is also just because it is a bug with sword hands.
0: And it's like five feet tall or whatever. Like, bugs aren't supposed to be that big.
1: Also, I have like a thing with praying mantises. I don't, I think they they freak me out.
2: It took me way too long to realize he was supposed to be a praying mantis. (laughs) I was like, he's a bug with swords for hands. That's awesome. And then I was like, You know, he does
0: remind me a little bit of a prank. Oh, he's supposed to be a praying mantis, and I'm just <laughs> dumb. You know, I probably realized it at some point before this moment that that's what Scyther was.
1: But you just hadn't thought about it?
0: Doing research for Pokemakers, I looked at Mantises the other day and was like, oh, they already did Lorantis, everyone's favorite mantis-themed Pokemon. I forgot that was a
2: Pokemon until you mentioned it. <laughs>
0: right, we have a second question for you, though. What was your first Pokemon game? I have
2: a feeling. Well, back in the day when I was a wee lad, I my parents came home. Home one day with a copy of Pokemon Red they had bought at Toys R Us, and that started my Pokemon journey. Nice. And then my older brother Michael, whom you've had on the show, didn't realize that the games only had one save file and started his own game and then oh. saved over my journey. Oh no! no. Mike, you scoundrel! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I went from Charizard to Squirtle. Moments like that, really, I think, why with Gen 4 they started making it so that you have to go through a whole process in order to delete a save file so that siblings yeah. couldn't accidentally delete each other's games.
2: Oh, thanks for doing that now, game all the <laughs> <laughs> trauma! They didn't know what they were doing at first. <laughs> oh,
0: they didn't have the faintest clue. <laughs> that
1: first Pokemon game is a mess.
0: So much. <laughs> I think it's time to make some Pokemon related things. We probably don't make a Pokemon right off the bat.
1: No, that's usually the last thing.
0: Usually we do. the last thing we do.
1: <laughs> it's time for Fame Checker.
0: So, Tom. What are you thinking about your NPC? It can be a self-insert entirely, or it could be taking aspects of yourself, it could be a little kid, it could be an old person, it could be whatever you like, but as long as it's your character. Well, I had a couple ideas for this.
2: Um, one of them was a gym leader who was just a TTRPG expert and required <laughs> the people coming into his gym to bring dice and character sheets and go through a roleplay session where the final encounter was just him like standing up and throwing his Pokemon at the table and being like, all right, now we're fighting. But that doesn't translate to gameplay very well. (laughs) I I don't know. I think that something could be... there's, there's There's a concept there. The other concept I had is that the West Coast, particularly Southern California, has a thriving pro wrestling scene. And if there's one thing I love, it's pro wrestling. And having a gym leader where his entire thing is him being this like masked luchador wrestler who challenged you not just to a pokemon battle but to <laughs> fighting him in the ring <laughs> And then when you get there, he's like, he walks you backstage and he's like, all right. So, uh, oh, no, of course it's fake. It's for wrestling. What do you think we were going to do? Actually fight? No, uh, no. So we're going to have to script this and I want you to walk me through how you want these sequences to go. And then like in gameplay it would be like a quick time sequence of you going through the match and then getting to <laughs> back
0: to the Pokemon battle. And if you do the sequence, well, you get like a boost or something.
1: That is very good. That
0: is very cool. There have been wrestler gym leaders in the past crash awake in particular and to a lesser extent chuck crash awake being the water type gym leader from Sinnoh, chuck being the fighting type gym leader as you might expect from johto but it was always just a flavor thing especially like crash awake had the aesthetic and the gimmick and the the mask on but his gym had nothing to do with that because it's a water type gym and it's all about raising the water levels and stuff so it did always kind of fall a bit flat Mm. one thing that we're doing though we discussed this previously when mike was on the general theme we're going for with gyms is that similar to in and over where they fulfill a secondary function. So like the first gym was a restaurant and you had a museum and a fashion show and all sorts of other things going on. The idea of it being a pro wrestler stage could definitely work, but
1: all of the gyms in our region are in some kind of way going to be entertainment venues as yeah. well. And so obviously pro wrestling fits into that very, very well. Mm-hmm. But I am also interested in the board game take because we could do something with a board game cafe.
2: Yeah, no, I, I think that's a, that's a good idea as well. And I feel like we could find some way to mechanically have going through a brief role playing session where you have to choose text options based on what the DM is saying. Yeah, that can play
0: into a gym puzzle in all kinds of different ways.
1: Yeah, yeah you could do some kind of board game based gym puzzle. You can have- Gym trainers are just LARPers! That is exactly yeah. what I was yeah. about to say. I was like, all of the gym trainers you have to fight are just in costume.
0: Yeah, I'm like picturing it now. You have obvious cardboard cutouts, like a LARPing kind of thing that could be part of the gym puzzle you could have one part where you do have to sit down at a table and do something involving rolling dice yeah as part of the
2: actual puzzle yeah absolutely and that would be the part with the gym leader himself like so you might want to be a Pokemon master but me I'm a game master and you're (laughs) at my table so you
0: follow my rules
1: roll for initiative yeah
0: (laughs) There's also, like, in Opal's gym in Sword and Shield, where the idea is it's part of the interview to be a gym leader, but then she keeps asking you questions during her battle, and if you get the question right, you get, like, a stat bonus. So there could be some aspect along those lines, like a role-playing aspect incorporated into the gym battle, where you roll dice, and depending on what happens, it determines how successful you are. A
1: a bit of, like, a randomised element. Yeah.
0: Which, to be fair, is always there under the surface in Pokemon. It's almost like it's just showing you the mechanics behind the curtain.
1: But I kind of like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: No, having the RNG actually be out in front of you would be
2: actually pretty meta and also pretty funny. Yeah.
1: I feel like meta fits very well into that kind <laughs> of like vibe.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is fun. This is different. I like it. This
1: has happened every time we've built a gem. It's <laughs> yeah. like we have no idea where this is gonna go, and then we end
2: up with something that's
0: just incredible. Very and very, very cool. Yeah.
2: So obviously his Pokemon type
0: is gonna be dragons. We can't be anything that's else. That's what it? I was thinking. Yeah. It makes the most logical sense.
1: It does. I hadn't even, I hadn't, my brain hadn't <laughs> gotten that far to like what type this gym would be. I was still stuck on like the mechanics and the aesthetic and I hadn't even thought about Pokemon, but yes.
0: Yeah, I'm here for it. As for the actual characters, is it essentially a Pokemonified version of yourself or would you tweak that in some way?
2: Yeah, it would definitely be basically a Pokemonified version of me because we're not doing the pro wrestler because hmm. that's not me at all. But <laughs> no, 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 it would basically be just me because he would be like, if this game had, voice acting. It would definitely involve him being like and then a monster approaches. You Pokemon (laughs) Trainer, dare you face me in battle? What do you respond? And yeah. just like doing all the voices and sound effects in the middle of
0: the battle, you do
1: like the text and sort of yeah. I'm picturing fonts. it. You yeah. like you
0: like do weird text stuff, and then you have like an NPC off to the side comment like, "Why is he doing all those different voices?" Like someone who just doesn't quite get it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> someone else who's just kind the of a one tourist. In the
0: yeah. Crowd yeah, who yeah. doesn't game.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just heard this place had coffee. What is with all the dice rolling and voices? <laughs> well, that's the thing I'm imagining as well because it, we've got also got that cafe aspect. So like that's more like at the front of it, and then you meet some people who are completely clueless
1: yeah yeah including
0: maybe you have like one gym trainer who's like this is just a job man i don't i don't <laughs> get it
2: the one guy who's not in a costume he's just like look man i'm just, they just pay me really well yeah I, I i the most i know is monopoly just got like a, a cheap plastic mask on or something <laughs> Ra, i be a goblin. can we just battle i work really hard training my pokemon <laughs> is the character still tom oh Absolutely, With the H, it has to have the H in there because I'm fancy. Of course, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you said that the gym leader is basically just you. Does it look the same? Do you have a particular style of clothing that Mm. this person would wear?
2: Yeah, probably, it would probably be me, but like wearing like a t-shirt with a big dice on it, like a D20 or something. And wearing a button down over that, being in better shape, obviously. And uh, like, do you know that thing where people like juggle
0: coins on one hand between their fingers? That, but with dice. I think okay. I I think I know what you mean. I think they've shown that in Pokemon with like some of the old school gambler trainer classes.
1: I've always I always try to do that with my dice. <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm not very good at it.
0: And obviously just
2: having caffeinated soda in the other hand.
0: So I'm imagining this version you've got trainers around who are the role players, but you're more the dungeon master. Oh, I'm the game master, yeah. I'm just the guy at the head yeah. of the
2: table. I don't need to wear a fancy costume. I create the world.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe you've got a board or something in front of you so that people can. Can't quite see you at first Oh yeah I'm holding a dungeon master board In like front of me screen? And I just clap it
2: shut
1: Like the, the DM screen Yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah The
0: DM yeah. screen Okay Fantastic. perfect Yeah
1: no I have I have a vision Of what this would look like now
0: The only other thought Is around about Where or when In the region It would come up Dragon gyms Are always typically Late on They've mm-hmm. always been Eighth or once or twice They were seventh Yeah So I like the idea Of making B More in the middle Okay yeah or oh something yeah. different How do you feel about that I, I like that idea I want to be Close to this game version of LA. Something like being the fourth or fifth gym I think works fine. Mm -hmm. We could could tweak things around a little bit so that's a bit more southern than you might expect. Just
1: because things are in a location doesn't mean that's the order in which you encounter them. So southern California Mm. is perfectly fine.
0: Our current plan is to have Gwen's gym off to the side a little bit through the Redwoods, but then you'd have to go back through the Redwoods to get elsewhere. So maybe you just have to come out of a different exit to get to your gym. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. So we're talking about the idea of having choices. That's the main theme of the game. What if, again, once you get to the Redwoods, it's a choice of whether you go towards Gwen's gym or Tom's gym?
1: Sure, yeah. If you want to go to the city or the forest first. Yeah. That could absolutely be built in as a choice. Yeah. I like four or five, right right near the middle.
0: Not where you typically expect to find a dragon-type gym.
1: And not what you would typically expect from a dragon-type gym.
0: No, although to be fair, most dragon-type trainers are giant nerds dressing up with capes and things.
2: Oh, absolutely. That's... You are correct. That's <laughs> definitely part of the
0: whole deal. If there's nothing else, is there anything That's... else you wanted to add, Tom?
2: No, that covers my idea for my gym leader,
0: definitely. Well, in that case then, Tom, what's it time for?
2: Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon! <laughs>
0: Well then, the whole idea with your gym does lend itself to certain particular things, but what are your thoughts right now for your Pokemon?
2: I mean, it has to be a dragon, doesn't it? I'm thinking it needs to be... Some kind of dragon. It needs to look like the classic nerdy dragon in some way. We already have a lot of those, though. I'm thinking maybe taking it a slightly different direction, because one of the most famous D&D monsters is the Tarrasque. If I had to compare it to a Pokemon, it's if Snorlax was big, covered in spines, and angry all the time.
0: I think another way to make a dragon stand out and be quite unique though is if it's got a secondary type. Ooh. Are, have there ever been Pokemon that are just opposing types, like a fire slash water
2: type? There's one.
0: There's one so far. Volcanion is a legendary. Is, because yes. Because we
2: could do like a dragon fairy type, I think.
0: We definitely could. That is a really Ooh. cool type combination that has so far only been used once on Mega Altaria.
2: Yeah, because that's actually a Pokemon from D&D is the fairy dragon which is just it looks so cool it's like, is it
1: just like a small dragon oh
2: no it's a big dragon it just has like butterfly style wings instead of instead of like reptilian style wings
0: i love it the butterfly wings aspect is a really cute cool thing which also lends it immediately to probably having levitate as an ability Mm. levitate is a really common ability from old games because when they first added abilities they're like oh geez we've got all these floating pokemon that don't fly we better do that they stopped doing that as much there aren't that many pokemon that are now shown to be floating that don't just have flying type
2: Huh. Yeah, the strongest name that's coming to mind for me is one that would require the player to be able to pronounce Gaelic things because it's uh <laughs> it's shegón but spelled s i d h e g o n because she is a type of uh, thing from Gaelic folklore, it's a type of fae. Interesting.
1: I mean, we can always alter the spelling and have the pronunciation and meaning the same. Like that's how Pokemon names yeah, tend especially to
0: work. especially if we get more of a twist on the pun so partly because it's more in the middle of the region as well i'm imagining it's not necessarily a massive over-the-top dragon like you know salamence or flag i'm imagining something a bit more middlish sized yeah i'm into that
1: it has to be able to fit in the shop ideally to be able to climb on top of the table and stand <laughs> there <laughs> And be More like just, I am the dragon oh,
2: it's, yeah. a,
0: it's a very big table First of all The table just expands Into its own arena Absolutely yeah. It could also have Like part of it's like Not necessarily as an ability But in the way that like A lot of Pokemon have a flavor aspect It could be that It can grow and shrink At will Okay Like Vaporeon I think Has a flavor thing That it can disappear in water That sure. doesn't show up In its mechanics Yeah So you just say Oh yeah this Pokemon Grows and shrinks To fit the space or whatever Playing into the really big wings As well
2: I'm also thinking of like The gym's particular move
0: There's a thing in D&D called fairy fire and I feel like
2: dragon's fire breath that's just a thing so having a move that's like fairy fire where it's a fairy type attack that deals burn that could be cool that's I like that
1: yeah Yeah. do you want to talk about abilities you usually talk about
0: well we mentioned levitate
1: okay levitate I think
0: levitate would be the main thing like it doesn't have to have levitate necessarily depending on how much You'd want it to be flying, but I mean, it could also be that it just lands on the ground and sometimes flies. Like it has the sure. ability to fly, but isn't always flying. Do you have other abilities you might be thinking about for it, Tom?
2: I think levitate works. Your just your suggestions just really I'm latching onto that. It sounds like it fits. There's no other abilities that really spring to mind for uh, what would work for this, honestly.
1: Can I make a suggestion?
2: Yeah, absolutely. This is your show. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, cool. I don't want the. But this is, this is your episode, and this is like your concepts and stuff, so like, can totally override me. But maybe some kind of ability that has something to do with psychic attacks? Like, it it's good at imagining. Hmm. It's good at creating a world in its mind. I don't know how to articulate that very well in regards to Pokemon moves, but it seems related to psychic abilities.
0: Maybe. That's the kind of thing that might show up in its moves.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: or maybe it has an extra resistance to psychic moves. Yeah. Could be.
1: Could just be something as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I mean,
1: JD's <laughs> <She's> thinking. <laughs>
0: well, just the, just the resistance to psychic is actually kind of weak. Combat or resi- like, sure, it would oh, probably yeah, want to yeah. resist at least two types as a bonus.
1: Okay, like so thick what?
0: fat makes Pokemon resist ice and fire moves. Strong imagination. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was gonna say calling it like something about like strong imagination <laughs> is is very good, and it resists uh psychic. That's,
2: that's so good. Psychic
0: and hmm. What's another type it should resist? Mm. Fairy? Could be fairy.
2: Could
0: yeah. be fairy. Yeah. Which would then result, because it's dragon type, it would be like neutral to fairy, but...
1: Which is still good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. But that is like a, a good thing for it to have. Either that, or I was going to say maybe just normal. <laughs> like, the other <laughs> end of the spectrum. Like, not... <laughs> Not only is it resistant to, like, you can't mess with its head because it's already so imaginative, but also if you're so boring, like, it's on a different level than you. Listen,
2: no normies allowed.
1: <laughs> Have resistance to you and your your normie culture.
0: That's, that's, that's something. <laughs> No, there's there's something there. I'm into that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I'm thinking of that like that's like its hidden ability, and then levitate is sure. its main ability. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh man, that's beautiful.
1: Did we settle on a particular appearance for this? Just like generally dragonish with Dra- butterfly wings.
2: I'm thinking definitely sleek and aerodynamic and aesthetically pleasing more than like
0: the typical rugged dragon.
2: Mm.
0: So like its main body is a bit smaller than you might expect. Yeah, but the wings are super huge and. In- Impressive. Yes, absolutely. Got a tail sticking yeah. up behind. I'm imagining oh, I'm imagining it like having like a single fang sticking out of its mouth when its mouth is closed. <laughs> oh, that's
2: that's so cute. I I love mean, yeah, that. no, I I'm so into that. That's so cute.
0: <laughs> now, in my head, based on what we've discussed so far, I'm imagining this as a single stage Pokemon that doesn't evolve from or into anything. But if you think otherwise, Tom. I'm
2: thinking maybe it should have like one pre-evolution that is just this little stubby
0: dragon with butterfly wings that <laughs> just kind of Flutters in the air. Oh, and they're like too little, the wings are too little to like actually fly properly, so it sort of floats a bit. What is the distinction
1: yeah. between a dragon and a worm? Oh. I always forget this. Is it that a worm doesn't have wings?
0: I think it might it it be. It
2: depends on the lore. Okay. Yeah. It depends on the lore, really. Like in Dungeons and Dragons, dragons are just called worms with a Y. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because you could potentially, especially with the butterfly wings, you could play around. I'm thinking, I'm starting to think about names. Yeah. And I, if yeah. You, you have sort of like a baby version that is worm esque, Rather than mm. full on dragon, that's oh, something you could play with. Because it's then, like a
0: worm. Because
1: it turns into a butterfly. Oh, that's
0: so thats brilliant as well. <laughs> oh, gosh, that almost makes me want to give it a middle stage that's a cocoon as well, but maybe that's too <laughs>
1: that's, much. It's, it's, it's not even bug type. I know, I know,
2: <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm thinking like Pixgon for its pre evolution. which just like, you know, Pixie Dragon. And then or Pixworm rather. Pixworm for its pre evolution and then mm-hmm. Pixgon for its full evolution.
1: Can I suggest Pixigon as in Hexagon, which is I think if you're drawing a twenty-sided die, it comes out it's as a, a hexagon.
0: polyhedron, so I'm into that. Yeah, Pixagon. Yeah, that's that's actually way better. Yeah.
1: Hmm. I like Pixagon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean even if it's not necessarily a hexagon. That's yeah, playing yeah, yeah. into shapes in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, I think, adds an aspect to that name. It didn't quite gel until we've got that, oh, it's connecting into shapes. Then you give it, like, a pattern on it yeah, that ties into yeah, different yeah, yeah. dice. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: That's yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah.
0: Before it evolves, it's a smaller yeah. die. Yeah, when it evolves, like, yeah, it can be the different kinds. Yeah, it, yeah. Has, like,
2: it, has, yeah. like, it has, like, it has like the D4 and the D6 patterns on its wings as a smaller dragon, then it gets, like, the D12 and the D20 as it levels up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. I like this a lot because, for our our previous guest episodes they have been absolutely wonderful to listen to but it hasn't been something that I have known a lot about myself <laughs> whereas like this one is like oh I know d <laughs> <laughs> I can do a d and I feel like I'm more invested in this one personally <laughs> okay yeah I like pixel worm and pixel gun
0: I almost want to try and get some aspect of the shape into that first name as well mm. What a shape. What other shape
1: shape words?
0: (laughs) Pixagon and Pixahedron. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs)
2: Ooh.
1: I like that. Because I was going to say, like, (laughs) dodecahedron.
2: Pixagon is the little nubby guy who's just like, (laughs) I'm a And Pixahedron is the, oh, I'm (laughs) elegant.
0: Is Pixahedragon too much? (gasps) Pixahedragon.
2: Uh. (laughs) I don't know if that's too
0: many syllables or not. I don't know. What is the Pokemon with the most syllables in its name? I don't know about syllables, but 12 is the character limit on Pokemon <laughs> names now, and that is 12. <laughs> if 12 is the character
2: limit, then I say sky's the limit. Let's go with it.
0: Pixigon and Pixiehedragon. <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> that
1: sounds like a Digimon. <laughs> Something about that that combination.
2: Pixamon,
0: Digivolve to Pixahedramon!
1: Exactly. I mean, it
0: helps the Digimon names tend to just add more adjectives. Yeah. Grayamon. Metal Greymon! War Greymon! Black War Greymon! <laughs> I'm War Graymon, but sad.
1: Okay, so we have three good names here. Yeah. Like, which ones of these?
0: I think we're going Pixigon, Pixahedragon. And then okay. it's like starting as Polygon, becoming mm-hmm. a Polyhedron.
1: Uh, but
2: also a Dragon.
0: Is it Dragon Fairy in both stages, or does it start with just the one type and gain the other type on evolving? Mm-hmm. I think either could work fine.
2: I think it should be both in both stages. It needs to have that draconic aesthetic throughout.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can have the aesthetic without necessarily having the type immediately. It could be- it could almost be like- it You're right. Look at, look at Charizard,
2: for example. Yeah.
0: It's like Bagon has the wish to fly one day and then it evolves and gains the flying type. <laughs> it could be almost like it starts out as a fairy that's really into the gaming aspect and wants to be a cool, powerful dragon and becomes <laughs> that. And then that works into the name as well, becoming more dragon in the name. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I like that, actually. Keeping it just
2: fairy type in the beginning and then giving it the full dragon type as a
0: capstone. Say your character has one before it's evolved and it's just like, I always believed you could be a dragon. (laughs) Oh, you can have like a little cutscene where before you actually go into the gym to battle, you meet your character and they have a pixagon before you go in and then it evolves in front of you and you get to see your character like cheering it on. Yeah. I knew you could be a dragon. I always believed in you. Now let's go and slay the trainers. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It would be, like, goofy over the top like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
2: I always believed the dragon inside you would sprout its wings and fly. Now, stand with me and lay these trainers low. Uh, All right, now it's your turn. So, uh, if you guys want to just attack us, that would be great.
0: Have you seen Onward, Tom? I have not seen Onward yet. Your gym leader sounding very much like Chris Pratt's character in that, who is a big over-the-top D&D nerd, essentially. Nice. nice. Adventure awaits you in this gym. Also, our coffee's really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Make sure you get a donut before you come in. No grumpy, empty stomachs at the table.
2: Yeah, our maple bacon donut's really good. I would highly recommend it. Uh, Just, you know, if you need to take a snack break, just let me know. We can take five. Uh, We also do sell caffeinated soft drinks.
0: And our badge comes with a buy one, get one free voucher. But you'll have to kill me for that! (laughs) You'll have to take it from the cold, dead grip of the Dark Lord's hands.
1: (laughs) That makes me think, like, should your gym leader have a nickname?
0: Or, like, a title.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: the fearsome.
2: The dark tyrant of, insert name of the gym here, Dragon Rider.
1: There's so many fun concepts. I'm, like, looking at my notes, and it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Alright, so we made our fourth or potentially fifth gym, depending on which game you're playing.
0: Oh, maybe third or sixth, who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's in flux, the choice will be yours. Mm.
1: It is a dragon type gym with Tom, the leader of said gym, set in a large town in roughly southern California. The gym is based on a board game cafe and features a lot of RPGs and tabletop games. All of the trainers in said gym are LARPing and the specific gameplay mechanics in this particular gym involve some of that dice rolling and roleplay aspects that you don't see anywhere else.
0: And we also created Tom's Signature Pokemon, a two-stage evolution line of dragon fairies that starts off as pure fairy pixagon before becoming the mighty pixahedragon with levitate and some fairy fire and a whole nerdy over-the-top thing it can grow and shrink to fit what's going on.
1: I just realized, does that mean he can shrink small enough to become the mini that
0: you use on <laughs> the game <laughs> board? You walk in and see the mini on the table and don't realize it's a Oh, come on. And then it grows before you. Ah,
2: oh. oh, that's so good. I
0: love, I love. This is phenomenal. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Where can people find you on the internet?
2: Well, you can find me on Green Mountain Mysteries, where I play Albion Graves. You can also hear me on Otherware, where I play teen superhero, former supervillain feedback. Yeah, those are the places you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Albion Graves, one word. And yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you so much for joining us. This is... Again, phenomenal. It's delightful. Like, we've recorded three guest episodes in a row, and every time we went in not having a clue really what to expect and came out with...
1: Just s- incredible goodness s- and wonderfulness. That's
0: delightful. <laughs> I'm so glad we started this podcast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> At least, like, uh, if nothing else, we are having the time of our yeah, lives.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to Poker Makers.
1: And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. You
0: can find other cool shows on the network, such as...
1: Green Mountain Mysteries. Of
0: course, always Green Mountain Mysteries. (laughs)
1: Our sister podcast at this point.
0: It's not the only tabletop role-playing game. There's another dice-themed podcast on the network. No dice.
1: (laughs) And if you're into, you know, monsters and things, how about Ghoul Tank 2?
0: And of course, there's always our other podcast sorted. Our music is by Mike, I. Tom's brother who you can find at admiral amara on twitter just just real
2: quick our gym leaders are actually in canon brothers as well
0: (gasps) oh
1: hold on let me write that down (laughs) (laughs) you got the nerdy brother and the music brother
0: (laughs) the music nerd (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) but that's so good
2: yeah
0: Oh, you could find them in each other's cities briefly as well. Uh. <laughs> like, we just have... Oh. In the outro, yeah. we have a lore drop. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs>
1: anyway, while you're there on Twitter, you can find us at PokeMakers. You can
0: also find us both individually. I'm at CodenameJD. And
1: I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W.
0: While you're there on Twitter, please tweet at us if you've got any ideas you'd like to share. As we've learned through these episodes, other people's ideas can flower into amazing wonderful things that we love. We would also love to see if you've got any artwork you like to share of anything you've been inspired to draw from Pokemakers.
1: And we'd love to hear your Pokemon ideas.
0: So until next time, gotta, gotta make them all! Pocket
1: Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.
2: This is an ad for a Pokemon Actual Play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark, we're edgy.
0: There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon. Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness.
2: I'm stuck in the ghost zone again.
0: Okay, okay, fine, it's... Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network.
1: And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice.
2: Like what you hear? Remember to
0: leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore millennia.
2: See you in Sinnoh!